back to episode four of the Comfort Corner. Thank you so much to everyone who has been listening. I really didn't expect to have any plays when I released these first few episodes, but I already have 20 listeners from different countries and even ages, which is so awesome. I'm trying to stick to a weekly schedule, new episodes out every Thursday. So if you'd like to, have notifications for the channel on so you can see when the episodes are up. This episode is going to be on the topic of healing your inner child and what exactly that means. Healing your inner child fosters a deeper sense of self-compassion and supports your mental health. The inner child is your childlike aspect, essentially the innocence within you, the part of your subconscious that has been picking up messages way before it was able to fully process what was going on, mentally and emotionally. Your inner child holds emotions, memories and beliefs from the past. While some of you will think of a childhood as a time of immense joy and adventure, for others it is a time of great distress and darkness and thinking back on the subject of childhood can bring up trauma for you. When we talk about inner child work, we mean a reconnection with that subconscious part of yourself to experience the childlike joys of life and address the conditioning we received as children. Facing up to your past and looking to your childhood can help you identify what you lacked as a child, whether it was physical or emotional, and help you to find what you need to give yourself in your adult years. Your inner child may need more attention and will play a bigger role in your mental health journey if you experienced a larger amount of early life stress. Variations in the oxytocin gene can affect how we respond to stress. Oxytocin is a hormone naturally produced by the brain. It's commonly known as the love hormone because of its links to sociability, emotional regulation and bonds between a mother and child as well as romantic partners. Our environment can influence the development of this system, which starts to develop in the womb and continues to develop after birth. Critical changes that occur during infancy, childhood and adolescence, based on our experiences, can shape the oxytocin system. A nurturing and loving upbringing can be beneficial to the development of the oxytocin system, whereas exposure to stress, illness and neglect can be destructive to its development. So our early life experiences make up our brain's chemistry. That will affect us right up into our adult years. You might notice certain feelings that come up in situations that trigger strong emotions, discomfort or old wounds. Like for example feelings of anger over unmet needs, abandonment or rejection, insecurities, vulnerability, anxiety, and guilt or shame. If you can trace these feelings back to specific childhood events, you may realise similar situations in your adult life trigger the same responses. But tracing back isn't always easy to do alone. You may need some extra time or help to accomplish this. Healing wounds from the past by giving yourself the love and treatment and freedom you may not have received as a child will have a huge impact on your overall happiness. However, I think a big mistake that people make is identifying what they lacked as a child and then going and seeking that in someone else. That need for validation from someone else is the birth 
of what we refer to as mummy or daddy issues. The first person you should be seeking unconditional love and support and validation from is yourself and not depending solely on other people for those feelings. The goal of inner child healing is to eventually reach a point at which you can better identify your own needs, behaviours and triggers. But introducing the idea of healing your inner child into your daily life can be easier than you actually think. If your childhood lacked positive experiences, or if you feel you're not having enough of them as an adult and you miss those experiences from your youth, getting back in touch with your playful side and making time for fun can help fill that hole in your life. Doing things that remind you of the positive parts of your childhood, like revisiting places you spent a lot of your childhood, or playing games and doing activities you did a lot as a kid, even picking up on scents that remind you of your childhood, enjoying foods that you ate as a kid, and enjoying small pleasures like getting an ice cream on a walk. All these things will help rekindle positive emotions from your youth. But it is difficult not to feel a disconnection to your childlike aspect in the current world. I personally feel like I, along with most of the youth in this world, are forced to mature too early, conditioned to fit into our space in society far too quickly, and made to think of adult life and our future job from such a young age. When I was growing up, people would ask me, what do you want to be when you're older? And immediately, people's response to that question is work or career related as if that's all that matters to our future and to me work is just a small part of my life that gives me the money to be able to do things that I actually really enjoy. So when I would be asked that question, what do you want to be when you're older, I would always be confused and want to answer, well I just want to be happy. A prime example of people who force maturity on us from a young age are teachers in school. In primary school, they give a lot of attention to preparing you for secondary school, telling us we have to straighten up and mature in the six weeks holiday between the jump from primary school to secondary school. A lot of kids struggle deeply with that jump and won't realise until months or years later because such a big change goes on in those six weeks. And many of you may have your own factors as to why you feel you had to mature at an early age. As an adult, all I want to do now is welcome my immature side and let it flow a little more so that I can feel the comfort of being young and silly that I should have felt while growing up. Just because we have aged physically doesn't mean we have to leave behind the parts of our personality associated with our younger selves. I still pull the same jokes and pranks I did as a kid. I still avoid the cracks on the pavement as if they were lava to liven up my walk to work. I still laugh at funny noises and idolise superheroes. I still make those plain biscuits, you know the ones covered in icing and sprinkles that we all had as kids, because they taste amazing and remind me of village fates. Just small things I will never stop doing because that's what makes me human. This topic is quite serious to approach at first glance. But once you face it, you can incorporate it into your life and it will welcome more joy into your days. Now that you know what your inner child is, the science behind it, and what it actually means to heal your inner child, 
you can take the steps to heal your inner child yourself. I wish you all so much luck in whatever stage of your life you are currently at. And I thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.